1: The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo
0: Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio, 77 New York. John Coltrane brings us back. Giant Steps. This song, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with the genre, changed everything in jazz. John Coltrane had established... John Coltrane is just simply John Coltrane. There's no other like him. We had a request to play some John Coltrane. Here it is. On the telephone with us, Senator Ron Johnson, Wisconsin. Senator, welcome. How are you this afternoon?
1: I'm doing great, Bill. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing great. Um, listen, you said from the very beginning of this, when you began running for your reelect, that you expected the race to be close. So far, the polls are showing it is going to be a close race, but you're up ahead. What are your thoughts going into this weekend before Election Day?
1: Well, this is Wisconsin. These races are always going to be closely contested. Uh, I think I probably have gained the advantage here because we've been able to tell the truth about my radical leftist opponent. Um, it, it seems like every day there's a new tweet or a new video or audio clip that, that literally demonstrates his disdain and contempt for America, for law enforcement, uh, quite honestly, for Wisconsinites. Uh, he, he's a radical leftist. And so we've shown. You know his soft on crime attitude, his uh, desire to defund the police, his hostility toward police, greater sympathy for criminals than he does for the victims, his you know tweet against Steve Scalise saying he was just taking one for the team. Uh, again, there's there's so much material. We had the uh, uh, one of the members of the Republican Party of Wisconsin, when the comms team sent out a memo saying, here's 45 reasons not to vote for Mandela Barnes, and she barely scratched the surface. So. Unfortunately, it looks like Wisconsinites have have learned enough truth about Mandela Barnes to to hopefully make the decision that he really should not be sent to the United States Senate.
0: There is one that I saw, and I I took my time to listen through it. He was addressing um, an auditorium full of people, and he agreed with the premise that someone made that, and, and, and in the course of his answer, he said that half of the people, half of the criminals, that were behind bars in your state, in his view, ought to be released. And I'm paraphrasing what he said. He said he would like to see, though, half of the prison population released. And I just thought that was stunning. This is, and and, and there's no apologies from this. There's no explanation beyond what he's saying to put this in any context that makes sense. Oh, you
1: know, Bo, it's as crazy as most of liberal leftist policies are. Now, that was goal of the goal of the Evers-Barnes administration to reduce the prison population by 50%. Uh, his quote was, uh, uh, now reducing the prison population is now sexy. Uh, no, it's dangerous. They reduced it, by the way, 15%, including paroling 884 criminals, most of them violent. 784 were violent, including 44 trial rapists and 270 criminals who either committed, primarily committed, or attempted murder, and both they were horrific murders. But, again, they're divorced from reality. He, he wrote the bill to re- eliminate cash bail and, and reaffirmed his support for it, even after uh, the Waukesha Christmas Parade massacre. And, of course, that murderer was let out on low bail. But, you know, look, look at the Green New Deal. Uh, President Biden says he wants to end fossil fuels a candidate. 80% of our economy is powered by fossil fuel. It's impossible to do that, yet they're trying to. Which is what purposely drove up the cost of gasoline and energy, uh, gasoline to record levels. Uh, again, all these policies, you know, everything that the Democratic governance, all the damage they're doing this, this this nation. That's what's on the ballot here next Tuesday.
0: Well, also our reaction to the speech that the president made once again, slamming conservatives, slamming Republicans. Um, we supposedly, all of us, are a threat to democracy. Are we a threat to democracy, Senator?
1: Absolutely not. No, he has become the divider-in-chief. And, and, Bo, he, he is you know, employing a classic leftist tactic, which is to falsely accuse your political opponent of exactly what you do. Okay, across the board, let, let's face it, the division in this country, that is sown from the left. The anger in this country is primarily coming from the left. I know they want to focus on January 6th. What about the 570 riots that sprang out of about 8,000 protests where 2,000 law enforcement, uh, law enforcement, law enforcement officers were injured, uh, a couple dozen people killed, including two in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, again, the, the left is divorced or is detached from reality as they are from uh, the truth.
0: And we're told in the meantime that we're not supposed to, um, the governor of New York, interestingly enough, is right out of this Mandela Barnes playbook. She says that, uh, the, that we are dealing with the perception of crime, not really crime itself. This is just a conspiracy theory among Republicans, a way to scare people. Meanwhile, we've got people being murdered in the streets every day, people being pushed on the subway tracks people being attacked, people being raped every single day. There was a horrific rape that just occurred in New York City um, just this week from someone that was had been arrested, I believe, 29 times in the past, should be in jail, not in jail, but yet it's all in our imagination. We're being told... Uh, Joy Reid, NBC, that we didn't know the word, most people don't know the word inflation. Republicans have taught people the word inflation. They don't usually use the word inflation. So and we're making that up, too. There's no such thing really as inflation, even though people are paying more and more for everything every day. Uh, these, The entire premise seems to be, let's focus on January 6th. Let's try to tie the Republican Party to every bad thing people think about January 6th, and that is their campaign strategy and claim that somehow this republic is going to fall and there will be, Biden said there's going to be chaos in America if the Republicans uh, win the House and, of course, the Senate. And what do they think is in America right now with all the criminals running around in almost every city and every major state? What do they think is happening inside people's homes with this rampant inflation that that has been ushered in by this profligate spending from the Biden administration? What is your closing argument to the people of Wisconsin and uh, as, as to why they should elect you, Senator Johnson?
1: Well, I think two main points. So first, you bring up the, the question that Ronald Reagan posed against Jimmy Carter, are you better off? And with 40-year high inflation, record gas prices, skyrocketing crime, an open border, flooded deadly drugs, the embarrassing and dangerous uh, surrender in Afghanistan, which tempted tyrants like Putin to invade Ukraine and commit war atrocities. I think people are clearly worse off. And then secondly, elections are comparisons, right? And there's such a clear choice here in Wisconsin. I have a lifetime of experience raising a family, building a business, creating good-paying manufacturing jobs right here in Wisconsin. My my record in the Senate is my tax cut for $20 million business – Tax filers allowed the small guys to compete against the big guys. Uh, Survived the pandemic. My right to try law is saving lives. Uh, My JILSA project has transformed lives by getting people good-paying jobs. That compares to my opponent who calls himself a forever organizer. Never never had a real job in the private sector. Uh, Got elected a couple times. The the only thing he ever accomplished was racking up a $600,000 tab, having the state patrol show uh, for him around 13 and a half hours a day, every day of the week. So other than hollow left-wing rhetoric, I don't know what he really has to offer. So I think it's a pretty clear choice. People are worse off, and Mandela Barnes is not qualified and should not become a U.S. senator.
0: We hope to speak with you after the election, and hopefully you will be victorious. People shouldn't sit down and just assume this is going to happen. People do need to get out and vote. Regardless of where they think the election is going, get out and vote. And hopefully you'll join us after the election, and we'll be speaking with you as Senator Johnson again from the state of Wisconsin. Thank you, Senator.
1: Look forward to it. RonJohnsonForSenate dot com. I've been outspent spent two to one. Can't let that happen.
0: RonJohnsonforSenate.com. dot com. That's it. Is that the one more time where people can reach you?
1: Senate dot com. I need to stay up on the air to tell the truth about Mandela Barnes.
0: Thank you, Senator Ron Johnson. James Golden, A.K. Snurley, here with you. Both Early's Rush Hour. We're coming back. Your call's coming up right after this.
1: James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdly. This
0: is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.